Many times people tell me, well, isn't there Islamophobia, that is irrational fear of Islam? Well, the question is best answered by looking at the data as it applies, especially to a country like India. This is directed at the United States Congress, where Congresswoman Ilhan Omar is trying to pilot a resolution which is directed at India. I wanted to kind of share with all of our viewers the reality about Islamophobia and how Hindu phobia is actually being the real reason, although uh, Ms. Omar would not want to accept that. Here we go. Let's take a quick look at the number of Islamic nations and Hindu nations in the world. 57 countries. The total combined population is 1.9 billion, of which 1.5 billion is Sunni. In, there are only two Hindu nations across the world. One is India, the other one is Nepal. And the total population is around 900 million. And they mostly exist in South Asia and in small pockets in other countries. Uh, there is some concentration in Java, for example, in Indonesia, but that's about it. Uh, everywhere else, the numbers are very, very small. Now, let's take a look at a particular country's policy towards Islam and Hinduism. In 2012, there was a survey conducted in a small city in Japan called Fukuoka, where 63% of the respondents felt that Islam was an extremist religion. And 49% believe that the religion was frightening. This is in Japan. There is no mention of any terror as far as Hinduism is concerned. We have to also remember that Japan was for some time Hindu. And again, now one of the religions that exists in Japan is Buddhism. Although it's, uh, it's not as prevalent as it used to be, but still there are sizable uh, worshippers, uh, there are sizable followers of Buddhism in Japan. Now, when did Islamic terror begin? And when did Saffron terror begin? That is Hindu terror. Islamic terror started in 1948 when you had the creation of Muslim Brotherhood where all the Arab countries ganged up against Israel. They fought several wars and each one of those wars Israel has been the victor and it has resulted in more and more sanctions against the Arabs. Now, of course, things are changing a little bit, but that's for a different day. In 1979, Jihad started in Afghanistan. This may have been uh, provoked or uh, planned by Pakistan, but that is, again, something that you can read in history books. Saffron terror. There never was any terror perpetrated by Hindus. The only one that was tried was by the ruling Indian National Congress in 2008, where they tried to pass off the 26-11 incident in Mumbai as an incident of saffron terror. In fact, the killers were all wearing, um, you know, a thread on their wrist, which is typical for Hindus to try and show that it was actually Hindus who had come to kill in the various parts of the city in Mumbai. What a terrible, terrible uh, plan that they had. Unfortunately for them, one person was caught alive and that guy spilled the beans and now we know the truth. Of course, there were also copious amounts of evidence in with the government, which the government, because it was in power, was trying to conceal. Now, in the recent past, what have been the acts of Islamic terror? September 11, 2001, you had 3,000 people 
dying in New York City. And in, in Saffron Terror, there was never any incident. It is just that for some, Modi coming to power is itself an incident that should be looked at as if it is an incident of Saffron Terror. This is how some of you, some of the people in the West are actually foaming at the mouth. Every time you know, Modi wins an election, these people are up in arms, you know, ranting and lashing out at no one in particular. And I'll give you specific instances in just a while. Also, other instances of uh, um, Islamic terror that result in Islamic Islamophobia. There was an incident in Paris. There was an incident in London. There was an incident in Mumbai. We know all these things. There are other countries that got exposed to Islamic attacks, Malaysia, Indonesia, Bali, Bangladesh, Sri Lanka, and so on. Every time Modi wins an election, that is saying that, oh my goodness, suddenly this country is going nationalistic, as if going nationalistic is a crime. Why isn't everybody thinking that as a citizen of a particular country, you should feel nationalistic? There's nothing wrong with that. Usually what happens is this is a left narrative that tries to make it because Nazis has National Socialist Party. I think it is national. I could be wrong about this. Or somehow when they dub someone as right wing and a nationalist, they are suddenly drawing parallels to Adolf Hitler. That is the intent here. Uh, although stupid fools don't realize that Adolf Hitler was a socialist. Anyway, that's just for, uh, for an uh, aside. So this is what it is. Don't apply the brains properly. They just want to come out and come and, and spread fake narratives. Unfortunately for them, they are well entrenched in all fields of media and a lie planted in one uh, country starts becoming uh, a, a plant, then a tree, then it starts flowering, then it starts producing fruits. By the time this thing spreads across the world. How does it spread? I will come to that in one moment. Now, most of the references that we have taken here are from their favorite website, the Wikipedia. Now, if you take a look at how many instances of Islamic terror are there, there are more than 40 pages, four zero. And how many for saffron terror? Half a page. That too, it was added in November 2021. And even that, it says that government had forced Home Ministry officials, this is the 2008 government, UPA government, to manufacture a narrative about the presence of Hindu terror. You see how this goes. So even Wikipedia doesn't find anything that they can label as Hindu terror. Now, let's take a quick look at the backstory of Islamophobia versus Hindu phobia. The fear of Islam has been planted in the Christian Abrahamic mind post the attacks of 2001. And funnily, Hindus don't have the recent triggers affecting them. Somehow the Hindu ethos is forgive and forget. And this is actually going working against them because they should remember for thousands of years they have been persecuted for their beliefs. And yet they have stood up to all the marauders, the invaders, the, the attackers and so on and so forth. Maybe that is what made them so inured to the assault on their religion. Just the mere mention of a BJP party coming to power, whether it's at the national level or at the state level, suddenly invokes all these crimes of Hindu phobia. Oh my goodness, these guys are out to destroy Islamists. They are there out to destroy, you know, Christians also join in this, especially the lobby that is trying to convert India. They also 
try to exploit this. In fact, Christianity, this conversion into Christianity has peaked in India, although the FCRA limitations now is kind of putting a crimp in their operations. They don't like it, so they, they, they shout loudly. Unfortunately for India, it is reacting, but it's reacting a little bit late. It needs to take many more steps quickly to curb this menace. In India, we see that the Islam and the left combine and they create this ecosystem which has this toolkit concept. Toolkit is created from one place and then it gets distributed across the world. And in a synchronized manner, you will start seeing fake messages appear. And almost all of them are either directed at India or Narendra Modi, the prime minister, or the BJP party or any incident what they deem as being uh, you know, something that has to do with Hindu hatred for other religions. In fact, what people don't understand or don't realize or don't want to accept is Hinduism is the only religion. In fact, Hinduism is not a religion. It is more of a dharma. The real name for that is Sanatana Dharma. And Sanatana Dharma respects all religions. And it believes that all religions lead to God. Remember this. Sanatana Dharma believes that all religions lead to God and that all religions must be respected. In India, the Hindu phobia is uh, being committed by its own people, which is the real regrettable part. There are these woke el elites who have, you know, studied in some uh, fancy schools and they keep, you know, mouthing out these things. They quote English literature, Western literature and a sluggish economy in the first 50 years of India's uh, independence and, and just use that to keep hammering away. So in conclusion, there is no Islamophobia in India. Although incidents such as what happened with Nupur Sharma and then the reaction that what she said was an act of blasphemy and then all the OIC countries plus some others all condemning it. These are all very regrettable. India is a true democracy. There is freedom of speech there. People are free to express their views, but it should have stopped there. Unfortunately, this is still dragging out. But what I want to tell our uh, audiences, especially those who are listening from Congress as well as from Senate, all all brothers and sisters of America. This is getting much maligned and finally the Hindus are standing up and fighting back. There has been benign neglect for a long time, but now you are going to see some serious pushback. Thanks for watching. Please like, share and subscribe to our channel and do not forget to click on the bell button for notifications. Namaskar.